I will never write a single line which I have not first felt in my own heart. He'll teach you everything. Truer words were never spoken. All right. Language and writing were made available. I'm writing this down. This is good stuff. All right, so this is part two of our of our look at uh, crossing genres and mixing things together. This is a continuation of what would have been a stream from earlier this week. Today, I want to cover what happens when the draft is done and you've polished it and we're ready to send it out the door to publish it. I want to cover the potential publishing process and the things you need to do to go get this thing on somebody's shelf or put this thing digitally in somebody's Kindle. I want to talk traditional publishing and I want to talk self-publishing about it. Now that said, there are going to be exceptions and edge cases that I can't possibly account for in this recording. There's Way too many variations. Yes, I'm going to use specifically a few different kinds of stories with mixed genre, but I can't necessarily say everybody's doing one of these things. And it's possible that what you're writing doesn't doesn't come up in how I'm describing it. The rules will still apply to it, but just because I'm not citing your kind of story as an example doesn't disqualify it or mean this isn't going to work for you. And I want to start first with the traditional publishing set, mainly because this one's a little bit more crunchy and there's a, there's a little bit more unknownness or question mark stuff you have to contend with when it comes to getting these ideas together and putting this stuff forward. That doesn't mean the self-publishing crowd has like, like an easy way to go at all. They don't. It's just a different thing. But particularly when it comes to traditional publishing, there's some stuff we definitely need to talk about that you need to be aware of when it comes to rolling this stuff out. And we're going to start by talking about one of the most obvious things that's usually the source of really incredible frustration for writers. And that's that people on the receiving end of mixed genre pieces have very little idea in terms of how to fit your genre-spanning book inside their understanding of what genres should be or could be or published books need to be. And that's fundamentally because traditional publishing, whether we're talking about small presses or medium presses or big presses, tends to think in terms of product that goes on a shelf for organization and sales. They're going to try and say, well, here's your here's your rom-com. Here's your sci-fi action thriller. Here's your... Um, action horror movie, whatever it might be. Here's, here's your novel. Here's your zombie fantasy, you know, black comedy or something. Whatever your product is, they're going to try and find one category to put it in. And you're going to say to yourself, why? Why one category? Because it's easier for them. It's easier for them to kind of force the square peg in the round hole or the round peg in the square hole or whatever peg and hole analogy makes you more happy. They're going to try and force it to identify in one certain way because then once they can get it to identify that way, they know how to do their job. They are good little sheeple, well-trained in order to make this stuff work. If I can just treat your genre-spanning action time travel multiverse romance family struggle story and I can just peg it as a comedy or peg it as an action movie, then, you know... 
I'll be I'll know how to market it for Oscar season. However, what that ends up doing is grossly filing off the edges and the specialness of your story to get it to conform in a way that you, the crafter of the story, did not intend. And I'm bringing this up first, and we're starting here first, because that's the first hurdle you're going to have to clear when it comes to querying and seeking representation. you got to know that the more elaborately and the more... Um, experimentally might be a good word here. You describe and develop your story. Well, it's got elements of this and elements of this. And what about this? What about that? The bigger, wilder picture you paint about the book as a product, the harder someone's going to push back against you in order to get it to, you know, they'll claim it's for your benefit to give it a home. I'm making so many air quotes to make this work to get you what you deserve. They're going to try and find one single definition to unify this. Otherwise, they're going to use really pat phrases like, well, you know, it's a really unique book, if you ever see that phrase run. Uh, it's a really unique book. It's, it's, it defies categorization. That basically is the kiss of death. You want to make sure that when you're talking, when you're querying, when you're seeking representation from some kind of pimp or exploiter or agent or whatever you want to call them, when you're seeking representation, you make it clear that, yes, this book, this product, this thing, everything I make spans genres, but I am most comfortable in this space. And then define your space clearly, not necessarily broadly because you have to let the pimp do some kind of work. But define your space so that somebody who doesn't have the depth of knowledge or experience or understanding that you're trying to cross two genres can help you succeed here. Because ultimately, they, they need you to uh, have a job. So they need to figure out how to handle your work. And yes, they're gatekeepers. And yes, they're exploiting you. And yes, they're doing very little compared to how much you've done, but still taking a lot of money from you. Totally. That's just how the process works. But all the same, you have to do some kind of heavy lifting to facilitate them not understanding and turn it around so that they can understand. So when you're talking about your work, try not to go in 10 million directions, especially when you're got when you have work of mixed genre, because you want to craft a, a way of pitching and querying your work so that somebody who is on the outside looking in has at least a starting point to follow. That doesn't necessarily only mean talk about the one character in their experience, but when you frame the story out, when you craft and shape that query, make sure you pick a lens for the query that anybody can get on board with rather than hyper-complicating it with, well, I also have this and this and this and this. If we're going back to what we talked about in the other episode, uh, a zombie black comedy fantasy story, Rather than, you know, start talking about how, you know, scary it is and how wacky the bad guys are all at the same time, really try and nail down one dominant starting point for people so that over the course of the query and the synopsis and all the pitch and everything, you can branch out in other directions, but at least give them a unified starting position. It's going to seem like you're not doing enough to talk about the overall bigness of the story or the overall complexity of what you've crafted, and it's going to seem like you're not putting a, a critical enough spotlight on all the pieces. And to some degree, that's true. You are not talking about the 55 things you've got. You're talking about one or two of the things just to start. In that query, in that pitch, because of the limitations on those formats and on those pieces of material, it's likely not possible for you to squeeze everything in there. 
There's just not enough space in a query letter. You only have about 250 words. You can't cover all the genre bases to the detail you want and make the story sound interesting and lay out the business and talk about who and what's going on. There's just not enough space. So rather than try and badly cover everything, pick a few things and let the manuscript hold everything else. Targeting that query and focusing it's going to make it a lot easier to get representation. And then it's just a matter of conversation, emails, phone calls, Zooms, whatever, with your pimp, with your exploiter, with your future oppressor slash collaborator in order to uh, make sure everybody's on board and make sure that the vision, that's the word they're going to use, the vision everybody has is somewhat aligned. This is a tricky process where you might have to compromise. Don't compromise too much. Do what you're willing to do. Be as comfortable as you want to operate. That's up to you. But this is this is the problem. You're going to go towards a monolithic set of publishers who don't necessarily have the interest in putting in as much work with a complicated book from a first-time author especially. They want to treat it sort of... Um, homogeneously. They want to treat it like everybody's just kind of doing the same thing. And yes, there's stuff that individuates and yes, there's stuff that makes your work stand out, but that's going to be compared to the bigger picture of, Oh, in terms of all action thrillers, yours is number 3,600 on the shelf. That's what they're going to try and do. Know that going in, it's going to make your job in querying a heck of a lot easier. Now, in terms of getting that representation, finding the perfect pimp for you, um, if you're using something like Manuscript Wishlist or you're using something like Submission Grinder or you're using just um, scrolling through social media to find the right person to take 10% of my money away, uh, you might not see anybody actively advertising for mixed genre. You might find somebody who's using an awful lot of buzzwords in order to create the idea that they like stories that contain a little bit of this and contain a little bit of that. That's That's the broadest simple way they have of expressing that things that cross genres are interesting but again they're not looking at the technical stuff they're they're trying to find examples to reach a broad audience so they're not going to sit down and go what i'm looking for is a primary genre that represents the more active base whereas the secondary genre is more of an aberrant structure they're not coming with the terms they're they're, they're trying to get it so that anybody who's reading this because they don't know how smart or how well-informed or how deliberate somebody's education and resources are. They're just trying to be general about it. When you go to query it, whatever it might be, remember how we talked about what the, what the, the primary genre is? That's that second word. Start querying people looking to receive that genre. So if, you're, if you've got a, a rom-com, aim for comedy people. Now, Rom-com is, is broad enough and popular enough that it might be somebody who's looking just for rom-coms. But on the off chance that you've covered all those bases and you're still looking to expand your queryable list, it's comedy that happens to be romantic. It's a horror movie that happens to be a thriller. It's a, a murder mystery. Well, that's another case where it's, it's general enough that people know what it is. But when you're looking to figure out, well, who, who's going to represent me? Who's going to take 8 to 10% of my hard-earned labor basically just by sitting there and answering the phone? Then what you're looking to do and what you're looking to get um, is somebody who handles the primary genre, and it just so happens that your story also includes its secondary genre as well. You can reverse it. 
if you want, if you want to get an even broader pool of people to take eight to ten percent of your money by doing very little other than answering phones and acting as though they're kind of sort of a lawyer, generally without a, a law degree or any sort of experience beyond please, oh please, oh please, give us money. But if you're looking to have a wide pool of pimps to exploit you, then yeah, you can reverse it and look at secondary genre people who also contain things with primaries. That's certainly an option. That's certainly a thing you can do from the traditional space. Now, when it comes beyond querying uh, and it comes beyond identifying the story, you can still rely on the strengths of general good query practice to help you succeed here, knowing your word count, knowing the themes of your story, knowing how to take the first two-thirds of your query and make it sound attractive and appealing so that when we get to that last third and you're talking about the title and you're talking about the genre and the word count, you're able to construct kind of an amalgam of a couple different genre topics and businessy writery topics so that it sounds more organized. If you're looking for an example of this and you're not quite sure what, you know, what kind of blending there should be, go look at any movie review, any any Wikipedia page that talks about a movie. XYZ movie is a 2023 and then it's going to have a chain of words talking about what kind of movie it is. It's that kind of formatting that's going to best work for you. My book in all my book title in all caps is a uh, sixty seven thousand word uh, black comedy zombie story. Simple, easy, direct. There's nothing wrong with that. And then you move on through the rest of your query as per usual. That's the traditional side. The biggest obstacle there is that you're dealing with other people who are going to try and, you know, force it in one direction or limit things in order to make it easier to do their jobs, even though it, your story is more representative of multiple things rather than just one thing. Let's go talk about the self-publishing side. This side's a little bit easier because you have a more direct line straight to consumers. However... There are hurdles you need to navigate. And the most significant hurdle is especially when you have cross genres that seem very disparate. And to put it very bluntly, if you suck at talking about your book, you're going to run into a, into trouble where you're giving the reader the or the future reader, the potential consumer, an expectation that this book is all over the place and it's hard to categorize. Remember, much like how... The, the publishing machinery and traditional publishing wants to get your book labeled and identified in one single way. The reader, a potential reader, wants to kind of do much the same thing. They want to be able to categorize it so they can understand and set expectations for what the book is or what the book could be. If you make that really hard to do, if you hyper-complicate it by trying to write something overly elaborate or anytime somebody asks, hey, what's your book about? Or what kind of book are you writing? Or, oh, you're a writer? The more complicated and messy you make that explanation, the harder it's going to be for them to categorize it. The harder it is for them to categorize it, the harder it is for them to understand whether or not they should answer the very simple question of, do I want to read this book or not? Now, that said, part of your pitch, part of your appeal can help make that more attractive, can make that answering that question in the affirmative easier. Sure, absolutely can, no problem. But... This is one of those cases where, especially for self-publishing people, practicing your pitch, learning how to talk about your story, even though it crosses genres, and learning how to do it without that algebraic garbage formula that 
bullshit pitch, uh, pitch contests tend to promote or the, the hyper shorthand of social media. My story is this movie plus that movie plus this other thing. Learning how to learning how to talk about your work without framing it in the lens of other people's work is an absolutely critical skill in self-publishing. And it's a completely under-practiced one. So practice it. If you want to get better at shaping and crafting your story, if you want to get better at understanding how to move forward so you can self-publish this thing effectively, get real good at talking about what the story is. Get real clear about what talking and how you talk about the story. What words you put in what order. Not so much the specifics of, you know, Michelle is a cheesemaker and all she wants to do is make good Gouda and love. You know, you don't have to go into some extra campy, corny, canned thing. You can instead move things along by talking about how, you know, it's hard for a single business person to be out here in the world trying to get shit done while also struggling to find love thanks to the power of curds and whey. Find different ways to talk about your work. Find different ways to pitch your work and then build from there. You don't have to do the querying process. You don't have to do the synopsizing. You don't have to, you know, monologize like that. But self-publishing has an even more critical role because instead of passing through the hoops of a machine in order to get the approval and consent of, to produce your work, you're going straight to the consumer, which means most of the hurdles you still have to face are not, how do I categorize this book? It turns more directly into, how do I categorize this book so I can figure out whether or not to buy it? And to do that, you're going to need to really understand how to market things and how to pitch things and how to shape your story's story, so to speak. Not so much the story within the pages of character doing A, B, and C, but what kind of book is it? Why is it popular? What are we trying to do? Why should you say yes to it? That is the topic we're going to cover tomorrow as we wrap up our series on mixed genre. I want to thank you for being here. Uh, if you want help with this, if you're feeling overwhelmed by this, uh, johnhelpsyourwritebetter.com or find me on Twitter, awesome underscore John, A-W-E-S-O-M-E underscore, that shift in the dash key, J-O-H-N. Come find me on Twitter. Let's set something up. Let's talk. The, you know, we can set up a, if you got 30 minutes, it's free. Come talk to me and we'll, we'll figure out how to help you succeed best. All right. John helps you write better.com. Really and truly, I want to help you. I want to thank you so much for checking this out. And I will talk to you tomorrow to talk all things marketing, no matter how you've published. Until then, see ya.